Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. to honor and serve you Your benefits are beyond our comprehension All glory and majesty unto you Let me be a helping hand in your kingdom Through every season, Father God, I will stand upon your word With each new day you bring me, I will praise until it where there is darkness Let me bring your marvelous light A light that cannot be extinguished Let me be your prophetic and restoration through your all through your holy world I will turn sorrow into success pain into joy
다 Always shining In the night sky Like a bird, always flying. You carry me through darker days. Like a river, always flowing.
breathe, come, come Holy Spirit, come as major dwelling place in us, in us, come us, come Holy Spirit, fall on us, we are your temple, you are gift giver, for your graciousness, our forgiveness, you are counselor, intercessor, Holy Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God has made me, the God will, son and daughters shall prophesy, young men shall see visions, all men shall dreams. Come, Holy Spirit, fall on us. We are your temple, you are gift giver for your graciousness, our forgiveness. You are counselor, intercessor. You are gift giver for your graciousness, our forgiveness. You are counselor, intercessor. Holy, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God has made me. Oh,
Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me your ways, help me understand. According to your judgment, think of how I love your ways. Revive me in righteousness, my mercy can upon me.
Thank you for joining us again tonight. It's you beyond anything that you have had before. I know because I know what he has said. I know because I know in my heart. I know because he spoke to me. And I pray that you will not be a hearer of the word of God, but you will be a doer. I want you to prepare tonight for something very, very special. As I continue to testify over and over the goodness, the grace and mercy of the Lord upon us. Last night, this morning, maybe it was five o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, I was just talking to the Lord And we talked for a long time. Of course, I wasn't able to sleep after that because the presence of God, the anointing of God, it was so strong that I was awake. And no matter what I did to fall asleep, I couldn't fall asleep. And our conversation is something that is important to you too. The question is, why are you following Jesus? To escape hell? Do you just want to be another Christian? Do you want to make a difference in this world? And those were the questions or the conversation that we had last night. But God is so merciful that He's still loving us and overlooking so many things that we do that we shouldn't be doing. We are so busy with the things of this world that we really don't have time for Him. He's not our priority. And it is scary because all of you know that He's coming back. You all know that we can go to bed and a war can start. I think that we are overlooking to the reality of what's going on. In America, we have never lacked anything. And just because we're in America, we think things are going to change. But the Word of God 
is not going to change. He's God. And he's going to fulfill his destiny on this earth. And I go back to the same questions. Why are you following Jesus? Are you following Jesus because you know there is no other way out? Are you following Jesus because you don't want to go to hell? Are you following Jesus because all your family went to church? Because this is a tradition? Why? It is sad that he knows that the majority of the people that follow Jesus is because of what they can get from him. What kind of Christians are we? Not too many people follow Jesus because they love him. He said to me that other people other people follow him because of those around them. They want other people to know that, I, that you are a Christian. It was a long conversation. So many details. But you need to think about it. Because every time that I talk to you, it's because God is giving us another opportunity to learn, to ask forgiveness, to repent. That's the only reason he continued to talk. But think about it. The voice of the prophet is going to be shot. It's going to be closed. You will not hear anymore. Can you imagine not knowing what's going on? Not listening to the Holy Spirit inside of you, warning you? He has sent his prophets, but we are not listening. And I know there is so much different kind of prophets out there, but I am talking about if you are wise, you will know who is from God and who is not from God. Because our job as prophets is to point you to him. So after you gave your life to Jesus, the next step is to have a, a personal relationship with him. And after that is 
Seek God about your destiny. It was sad. I cry and I cry and I cry. Because even though you know that you're on this earth and you're sitting in a chair or laying in your bed, you know that you know that you know that something supernatural is happening. And he's not judging us. He's not telling us no. He's just warning us because he doesn't want anyone to perish. It's about time. Dude, in the conversation, one of the things that I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, they don't believe. They know of all the things that are about to happen and they're not prepared. They just continue on like nothing is happening. They don't make changes. We just want to continue the same way. The only thing that I can say is, Lord, have mercy. I don't know about you, but I just don't want to be a Christian. I want to be that vessel that has gone through the fire for the master's use. I want to be the person that will leave a legacy behind for him. When we are in the world, we think about growing up, going to college, get a bachelor's, get a master, get a PhD, and then what? But then, when we are Christians, we don't have time to seek him. We don't go after him for him to reveal his secrets, for him to take us higher and higher. For us to hear his voice in every situation. We only give God our leftovers. Whatever time is left. And we are not prepared for what's coming. Why are you following Jesus? Father, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for everyone that is listening tonight. I thank you for everyone that will be listening in the future.
Open our eyes to see you. Open our ears to hear you. Circumcise our heart. Give us a burden for souls. Give us a burden to help those that are in need. Give us a desire to go after you with all our heart. We need you, Lord. We know their consequences. We know there are going to be time when we don't know what to do. But if we have a personal relationship with you, we will hear from you. You will guide us. But Lord, we don't believe it. We just don't believe it. And many of us, Lord, think that it is just a temporary thing. Oh, everything is going to be fine in a week or two. And Lord, we know it's not the truth. The truth is that this is going to be until you said it's over. We are in your presence. And in your presence, there's fullness of joy. Please, Lord, forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for the time that we forget you. Forgive us for the time that we value other things more than we value your company. Forgive us, Lord. We desire to be like you, Lord. And Lord, tonight, let's start new. Forget about everything from the past. Forgive us. Take us by the hand and take us where we need to be. It is so important, Father God, to fulfill our destiny. Lord, it's so important for us to have wisdom to make the right decisions. Father, it's all about your timing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's all about your timing. You don't do things the way we want and when we want. It is when it is the right time in your calendar. In the meantime, we complain. In the meantime, we do everything that we need, that we shouldn't be doing while we're waiting. We get desperate. Please forgive us. Lord, we repent if there is some hate or sin in us, Lord, concerning someone else. 
or even sometimes ourselves. Please forgive us. Deliver us from evil, Lord. Renew our mind. Strengthen our body. And as we move forward, that you will be glorified. Don't let us be like the virgins. They forgot the oil and they perish. But Lord, I know that unless you intervene, nothing is going to be accomplished. But we thank you because you are the creator and you're the one that is in charge. Many times it seems that you're not in charge, but we know that you're God, that there is no other and that you're still in charge. But we understand that your prophetic words, they have to be fulfilled. Yes, many will perish. Many of those that are in church will go to hell. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Tonight, Lord, I pray that everything that we're going to say, Lord, don't let me say things that are not of you. Don't let me say things that are not for this time. Don't let me say things that there will be a question in the mind of the people that cannot be answered. Because we trust you. Give us the peace that passes all understanding. Lord, we are asleep and we don't see it. Even though it's everywhere, we don't see it. Have mercy on us. Speak to us, Lord. I pray that if there is anyone, Lord, that needs healing, we declare wholeness, Father God, a miracle of wholeness. Lord, if there is confusion, there will be clarity. Lord, there will be joy supernatural strength, supernatural direction in each one of the people that are listening, Lord. Many listen, but only a few obey. Mercy, Lord, mercy. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Tonight we're going to be talking about destiny timing and wisdom just because of the season that we are living in 
the most important part of this journey with the Lord, after we become born again, it is to find out our destiny in God, the plan and purpose that he created us for. Many of you might be the first time that you're listening. It took me many, many, many years, and it took me to be under a prophetic ministry, a real prophetic ministry, for me to hear for the first time that the reason I was born, it was to fulfill an assignment on this earth. But as we come together with God at one, we need to know that it's a process of timing that is very, very important. In Ecclesiastes 3.1, it says, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose. And it is funny, but we were created to fulfill God's plan and purpose. So God's plan and purpose, your destiny, is going to entail timing as a key for you to fulfill that plan. Timing is going to be so, so important. I am going to share with you a couple of things that are going to, you're going to be very surprised how God operates in this ministry. Let me start by saying, as I listen and as I read, there are a couple of things that God wants me to share. One of the prophets that I respect, one of the prophets that he was my mentor, that I am what I am today by the grace of God and by dedication of my mentor. He was saying that this is the question that God wanted us to ask ourselves. Am I supposed to be there? And he was talking about family. He was talking about church. He was talking about work. And uh, he was saying that it is so important in this timing to make sure that where we are is where we're supposed to be. He could not emphasize this enough. That every time we need to ask this question, am I supposed to be there? 
things or church as it is today is going to change. Church will not be what it is because we call church a building that is going to disappear. The way of the future, one of the ways will be what we're doing now. It's not going to be about building. It's not going to be about dressing up to go to church. It's going to be you in your home will listen and you will have many choices for you to listen to. And you're going to have to have discernment and wisdom in order for you to listen to what it's for you. Not everything that is out there, it's for you. And I've been emphasizing over and over not to connect to the wrong person because you will die in the wilderness. He said something that I was shocked from the Lord because that was the word of the Lord because I know him and uh, even my situation now, it really blessed me to hear. He says, you need to know if that church that you attended for so many years It's for you. And he said, do not go back to church unless God tells you. I was, I was shocked. And at the same time, I was blessed. Do not go back to church. But the majority of the people, because that's all I, we know, will continue to do as if, as, as if it were in the past, the same way we were doing, because you see, that's what we know. Another prophetic word, and I like to talk and elaborate a little bit about this. Uh, robots will replace human in jobs. Last night, <laughs> God, you see, when I don't sleep, I know that is a reason. So I was reading last night that in Japan, in uh, China, they were experimenting with uh, some robots for the army. They're going to use it for the army. And those robots got out of out of, they couldn't manipulate them. And they killed 22 scientists. In that same video, uh, one of the richest men in the world, he was saying that he's very, very, very concerned 
about this technology that is coming. We need to be concerned too. The next one, he said, God said that we need to be connected with those of same revelation. And he's talking about unity. And I've been talking about unity like for two years, more than that, maybe five years. And the unity part of this journey, it's very, very important. Only connect with those of same revelation. If they don't have the same revelation, get away. Another part of the prophetic word is see how you fit into the new era that is coming. Because in the next couple of months, probably weeks, the world is going to change. And the question that you need to ask God is how do I fit into this new era? He said that the majority of the pastors are not equipped or prepared to handle the people that are under them in this new season. So what is your divine purpose into this era? Those that are not equipped and prepared, they will be passed by. One of the things that he said that he want to emphasize the Lord says, emphasize in unity that Jesus is the answer for all our problems. One of the biggest problems that we're going to have in 2023 is dealing with the fear of death. Dealing with the fear of death. There is going to be so much death around us that we need to be prepared. He mentioned to me two things and I will elaborate if he allows me um, in another time. He said, I want you to talk about the 10 virgins and the wine skin. And I'm, I'm putting, I have my notes and I will put that for another time.
Okay, I was, uh, look, I was listening to a man of God that was talking. This is somebody else. Is he says that the rivers all over the world will be drying up. The rivers all over the world will be drying up. And then he said, this is for February. And he said the tensions everywhere, tensions everywhere. And the Lord said, do not panic. If you have surrendered fully your life to me. He said that many, many Christians today, they need to be born again because they are, they feel secure that they have prayed that prayer. And he was talking about pastors, prophets, everyone. This is not just for one group of people. This is about everyone that they need to be born again, that they are not born again. And I know you have, so how can they heal? How can they, this is another topic for another day. Okay. Remember in February, the rivers will be drying. Tension everywhere. And God says, do not panic if you're totally sold out to me. I'm going to be talking to you about destiny. I'm going to continue with this because I have a prophetic word, a beautiful prophetic word, uh, really too. And I am amazed how God is always on time. Always. God loves us so much that he is always on time. Uh, in order for us to fulfill their destiny, that should be your priority should be to know God and to fulfill your destiny. Outside of that, you should not be worried about anything else other than being prepared for what's coming. We're going to talk about a little bit about God's timing. We must understand that God's will is his time. God's will is his time. God has a very unique time system. He said in his word that he has made everything beautiful in his time. Totally to him. He will align you with heaven's timetable and agenda. If you have surrendered your time, your, your, uh, yourself fully to him, he will align you with heaven's timetable and agenda. We must have a heart 
that is fully surrendered to God's will. Know that everything from now on is going to be unusual. And we must understand time and season. Psalm 31, 15 says that my times are in his hands. Sometimes, including me, we get a, a little bit anxious because things are not going the way that we want. But we always need to remember that my time is in his hands, that your time, it is in his hand. Last night, well, this morning, he gave me 1 Thessalonians 5, 1. And uh, this is what he said, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. As labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. Then he told me to read verse 11, and he says, Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you also are doing. We need to encourage each other. We need unity. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you. Recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Steam them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourself. Exhort you, brethren. Warn, warn those who are unruly. Comfort the faint-hearted. Uphold the weak. Be patient with all. It's in the word of God. It is in the word of God. So we really don't need anything else. And then today, I'm going to read to you. A man of God sent something to me, and I was really touched by God because he's so faithful. That's the only thing I can say. And it was like last night, I, you know, I was crying and I was telling him, 
many things about many things and uh, God will use this uh, it was just a little message but it means so much to you and I am going to read it so you can partake of this and that I also have a prophetic word that is going to bless you. Um, let's see. I'm looking for. I have a vision for the waiting room. Uh, where did I... Just give me a second. Let me see if I put it here. Let me see if I put it. I'll read it in one minute. Let me just continue with the timing. And something we need to do, especially with this project, I have to tell you that I fail God all the time when it comes to waiting and timing. But there are three ways God's timing is always perfect. And you need to know, number one, that God is patient with us. When he, when we struggle, the reason that is always the timing, because he doesn't want us to make mistakes. Number two, God waits until the right time, not too soon, not too late. And we know about that. But one thing is for you to know, and one another thing is for you to experience this. Number three, God works everything for our good. Do we know that? And we say it, and we say it, but when the situation is in us, then we don't worry everything is going to be okay yeah it's easy to say it but it's it's not easy to practice but we need to learn especially in this time when i have heard a, a man of god speaking and he finished speaking I was really, really scared. I was scared. I don't think, including me, that we realize how bad it is. But it is bad. And only the grace and the mercy of God will take us through this situation. To wait for something that it is really, really, really bad. And at the end, it will not be that bad. That for us, to think 
that everything is going to be okay. And then find out that it is really bad. So my, what I need to say to you, I prefer to think that it's going to be bad. But for me and for my mentor, that is a person that never, ever have an expression of fear. And even though he did not have an expression of fear, he wanted us to know that it's really bad. And I am going to say something, and I will love for God to allow me to no, because I'm an expert, because what I have learned to share with you, especially this new technology that is coming and it's going to be like something that is going to happen overnight. It's going to happen overnight because we are not expecting it. But it's not really overnight because they've been working on this for a long, long time. When I hear him speaking after I have heard him speaking for over 25 years, it really concerns me because He has never, in the years that I know him, has been a person that speaks the way that he's speaking because he's speaking from God and he said, this is not what I like to say, but this is what I have to say because this is what it is the truth. So, I just don't want you to think that everything is going to be okay because it is not. But for you that have been every Friday with us, let me read this that I just received today from a man of God. He, it says, and we've been talking about, so this is a confirmation for all of you. Maybe you didn't need confirmation. But for me, it was, uh, I was joyful because um, it confirmed, it confirmed what we've been, what I've been teaching you from the Lord. It says, God puts certain relationships in your life for your destiny. You should hold on to them with your dear life and let no one put them asunder or put you in division against them, not even you. 
not man means you, me, or any other human being. Many think this scripture only refers to marriage. But the Lord, that's, he's talking about Mark 10, 9. But any relationship he ordains, we have no right to divide a connection God made or redefine it as something God didn't design it to be. Going to say that. Let me read Mark 10, 9. What, what therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. And I'm going to read that again. Not man means you, me, or any human being. Many think this scripture only refers to marriage. But the Lord says, God, uh, therefore God has joined together. And it means with relationships concerning destiny. And that does not just mean a marriage. But any relationship God has ordained, we have no right to divide a connection God made or redefine it as something God didn't design it to be. When people feel hurt, they modify relationships to fit their narrative, to protect themselves. Doing this is pride and a violation on our part. Always reconcile and stay with people that God put in your life. And the way he develops the relationship, they are great rewards when you do. God connected and put you and I together. Don't let any devil in hell or any person on earth separate or put or put it asunder, no matter who they are. Be obedient to Jesus. Commands not to man's gossip or opinion about who he connects you to. If you do, you will suffer in the end. Even when you don't fully understand the connection, remember that God knows what's best for you. And I know that we can all say to that, amen and amen. Do you see how important God's destiny for you is? Just think about it. This is a man of God that God uses him to heal many, 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 many people, to deliver many, many people for years and years. And for him to send that to me, I understood that God was emphasizing for all of us what he been teaching me to share with you. Let's talk a little bit about wisdom. I am, I have to say to you that I'm scared, but I don't have fear. 
A, okay? We need to ask God to forgive us before we go to bed. Uh, because we sin all the time. And one thing that I want you to ponder in your mind is how important is wisdom in this journey? Maybe you never heard about your destiny. Maybe, maybe this is the first time. Maybe you've been in church for 20 years. But it does not matter because today, from today on, you're responsible before God. One thing I'm learning from the Lord is never to assume that someone is born again. Never assume that people are born again. This is something God has been putting in my heart very, very strong. Because no one knows that person's heart. So we need to have wisdom because he's telling us now about unity. He's telling us that we need to be with those of like mind. He's telling us not to allow anybody or anything to separate from a relationship that has been ordained by God. He's warning us in this last day because this is going to be the key. Your obedience, my obedience is going to be the key of what's going to happen to us. Our time is in his hands. But if we don't make the right decision and we don't follow his rules, his commandments, then we're going to perish. So when we talk about wisdom, one of the things that we need most is wisdom. And I'm going to share a couple of notes that I wrote. Wisdom, how do I know if I have wisdom? Because that's what we ask ourselves. Lord, how do I know? Wisdom is order. Okay? Do you have order in your life? Number two, Ecclesiastes 7.12 says, wisdom and money can get you almost everything, but only wisdom can save your life. Wisdom and money can get you almost everything, but only wisdom can save your life. Number three, Proverbs 3.18. Wisdom is a true, 
is a tree of life for those who embrace her. Those who lay hold of her are blessed. She is a tree of life for those who embrace wisdom. And those who lay hold of wisdom are blessed. So how do I know if I'm a person of wisdom? Are you blessed? Is your life in order? Proverbs 8, 11. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. And it says, and nothing I desire compares with this. Nothing compared with wisdom. Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear, do I fear the Lord? And that fear is love. Do I love the Lord? Proverbs 3.19, the Lord founded the earth by wisdom. Can you imagine that? How important wisdom is? The Lord founded the earth by wisdom. Proverbs 24.3, by wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it's established. Whenever I talk to you about having a mentor, a spiritual father, a spiritual mother, what I am saying to you is avoid pain. When you have a mentor, when you have a spiritual father, Okay, listen, what is a mentor? Someone that takes the time to correct you and to guide you. In other words, in order for you to have a mentor or for you to have a spiritual mother or father, it has to have, you have to have a relationship. It cannot be you going to church on Sundays and listening to the pastor. It has to be more than that. A mentor is one person that God has sent into your life to guide you, to point you to Jesus. Because that's, that's what the prophet is all about. My job is not to prophesy over you, even though it is part of but my job is to take you and warn you of the things to come and point you to God. Today, I am telling you about unity. I'm telling you that you need to become one with God. Okay? I've been telling you that be careful where you go. Before you go any place, ask God. Am I supposed to be there? 
God is telling us time to be connected with those of the same revelation. You see, it says same revelation. It doesn't say same church. Or same uh, attitude or same uh, country. It's same same revelation because there will be people in different churches that will have the same revelation that you have. To ask every day, the question is, how do I fit in this new era? What does God has for me to do? What is the preparation that needs to take place? What is the preparation that needs to take place in order for me to fulfill that assignment? Are you prepared for what's coming? This is something you need to pray every day. Am I prepared, Lord, for what's coming? Remember, Jesus is the answer. There is no other answer in this world. He's talking to us about unity. 2023, we're going to have to deal with the fear of death. Because it's going to be people dying everywhere. No, that's not possible. That's a, Oh, no, 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 no. I don't believe that because this is America. I know there are people that saying that they don't believe it because this is America. And now God is telling you about wisdom. You need to have wisdom in order for you to make the right decision in the days ahead. God is talking to you that if you are a wise man, you need to know that a mentor is going to help you avoid pain. That spiritual father, that spiritual mother, that mentor, a person that is going to take time to guide you, to correct you, and of course, to bring you to Jesus. God is telling us that there are many people, prophets, and that they're working out of their gift but they need to be born again. And, and you know that's in the world because God says, when we stand before God, God says, who are you? Oh, in your, in your name? He said, I prophesy, I cast out demons, and the Lord says, depart from me. I don't know you. So we know that there are pastors that are not born again, prophets that are not, evangelists that are not. So we know that. It's, isn't that scary for you? Isn't that scary for you? Because it is for me. But if you don't have wisdom, if you don't have discernment to know if that person is of God, anyone, anyone that bring you to him, Jesus, must be of God. Anyone that is giving you a lesson, don't worry about it. 
they are people that are saying that we don't need to worry about anything because everything is going to be okay. And then you read the word of God. But that's not what God is saying. We don't know when because timing is in his hands. But if we don't have the wisdom, how are you going to know what to do when all this starts happening? I just want to leave with you one thing, please, please. The technology that is going to show up, it's going to be like a revolution in technology. It's not a good technology. Just remember that. Maybe you can do a research. Maybe you can ask God, because it doesn't matter if you do a research. They're going to show you what they want because... The news in media is hiding all this information. But God, through his prophets, this is not one prophet. I'll tell you at least. We need to protect ourselves from media because it's going to be really bad. Things that you never thought they were going to happen in media, it's going to happen. And eventually, robots are going to take over your job. So you need to prepare. If you have a question, if you have a concern, just ask a question. If I know the answer, I will help you understand. But if I don't know, I will say, I'm sorry, I can't help you because I really don't know, but I will ask the Lord. Remember that big rivers will be drying up. That's February. <coughs> Excuse me. And tensions are going to be everywhere and God is warning us and he says, do not panic. If you are totally surrendered to God, you don't need to. I have a question. This just came in, in my, in my spirit. When you talk to God, can you go to God and say, Lord, show me if I am totally surrendered to you? Do you know the answer to that? Would you like God to tell you? Don't you think God will tell you? He can tell you or he can send somebody else to tell you. Probably you won't receive it. But he will tell you. He will tell you. Father, I, I thank you, Lord. 
And I pray that including me, Lord, because I ask you all the time. Am I totally surrendered to you? And this is a question that we need to ask every day, Lord. Are you my priority? Would I leave my husband am I totally surrender? Am I willing to go to whatever you send me? And go through trials and tribulations, maybe living in a small house or with no water. Am I willing to do that for the kingdom of God? Am I willing to suffer unto death? Am I willing to not to deny you? Even though that might bring death. Lord, we all need to know that. And I'm sure that you're telling us. And sometimes we don't want to hear that. We get busy doing this, that, and the other because we don't want to hear your voice. But tonight, Lord, show us. Show us the things that we need to do to prepare. No one is doing anything. It's, it's like nothing is happening. Because we assume that everything is going to be okay. We hear the prophet and yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to happen, but it's not for me. Lord, we're lying to ourselves because we don't know which one of us is going to go. Millions of people are going to go. Do we have false hope? Hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. Holy Spirit, thank you. Are we depending on false hope? How can we tell that when this time comes, we're not one of them? So that's why we need to be prepared. And we're not, Lord. I get desperate. And you know, Lord. Because no one is doing anything. Everything is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. One day. What's next? What's next? To 
die and lost our life and go to hell just because? Just because we're so consumed with this world. Knowing the season, knowing, and people continue the same thing, Lord. And I know we should not be surprised because your word says they will continue drinking and getting married and having uh, festivity. We know that, but it's hard, Father God. This is not time for us to be distracted with anything. This is the time for us to be totally focused on you. Lord, how concerned are we with our eternal life? How concerned are we with fulfilling our destiny? How concerned, Lord, are we with pleasing you? That our life will evolve around you only and nothing else. Lord, we're not. It's only leftovers. Lord, I pray to have mercy on us. I pray to have mercy. Mercy, Lord. Father, tonight we bring before you those that are going through a difficult time or that need healing. I cannot do anything for them. But you said that I can believe and that everything is possible for those that believe. And Lord, tonight we come in one accord and we believe. We believe, Father God, for Arthur. Let your glory rest upon him. Let hope, joy, and supernatural strength take over his life. I believe, Lord, that you are the healer because I have seen it in my life and in many, many, many lives. There is nothing impossible. So tonight we touch and agree and we declare and decree that you are such a loving God that you will have mercy on this child. Father, we also pray for Wesley. Lord, you are, I declare that you're gonna use this situation in Arthur's life to bring Wesley to you, Lord. That Wesley will surrender his life to you 
as he sees the miracles that you are going to do in this child's life. Lord, I declare that, Father God, that Wesley's mind is going to be healed and made whole. I declare that any habit that he has, Lord, that it is not of you, go in Jesus' name. Any addiction goes in the name of Jesus. Open his eyes to see and his mind and his heart to receive, Lord. We declare today that it is only by your power. It is only by your power. And we declare in both of them and anybody else that is going through a difficult time, Lord, anyone that is needs healing. But Father, above all things, Lord, We declare that we all going to seek God. Yes, we are surrendering to you, Father God. Sometimes you said, I may, yeah, I, I recited a prayer, but that was not enough. God wants us today. If you have never surrendered your life to God, today is your day. The benefits are so many that we cannot start to mention them. The most beautiful benefit is to hear his voice all the time, to speak to him so he can speak to us. So if you have never surrendered your life, if you have put your priorities in anything else other than him, this is your day to ask forgiveness and to surrender. Nothing can take God's place. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, as we have surrendered to you. In Jesus' name. I'm going to finish with a beautiful prophetic word that is going to encourage all of us. I was reading it. Um, it was sent to me by um, um, a sister in the Lord, and she writes many of the prophecies. So after I read it tonight, you can go to the website and you can find uh, this prophetic word and you can read it and you can share with other people. And I want to exhort you that what we teach here at Ministry of Fire are things that are so important there for today. Many people don't wanna hear, but 
the problem with a prophetic ministry is that you are accountable. There are things that we don't want to hear, but you are accountable. It means that when you hear what we're saying to you about destiny, about wisdom, you need to know that that is important to God, that God's timing is important, that we need to learn to depend on his timing, that everything is in his time. People don't want to be in a ministry like this because people don't want to be accountable. People don't want to face reality. People, the churches are full of people where you say everything is going to be okay. You go, you clap, you jump, but that's not the reality of God. The reality of God is that yes, you can praise him, that he's faithful, but unless you surrender your life to him, 100% you're going to spend eternity in hell. So let me share with you this prophetic word is called, she sent it to me this afternoon and I read it and, and it was beautiful. It says, vision of the waiting room. I had a vision recently and I saw a waiting room like that in a doctor's office or hospital. As I sat there, the clock started to click real slow and loud. The color started to drain out of the room, almost turning like a vignette. As I sat, I watched people tapping their foot, fiddling their thumbs. I could tell this was taking too long for them. I watched as clock kept ticking with what it seems to be slower and slower. Tick, tick, tick. Then I watched a man get up and leave, then a woman. The clock still ticking slowly by, and one by one, they are slowly getting up and leaving. I see someone come out and call someone back. Through the crack in the door, I see a colorful, lush area. What's back there, Lord? My child, it's your promise, your territory. Is everything that you have fighting for and waiting for. The door closes. I sit and I continue to wait. Tick, tick, tick. I watch more people get up and leave. Lord, why are they leaving? They have grown weary. They have lost sight of their promised land. But God can but God, can they see what's right there if they just wait? No, my child. The world and anxiety and impatience is drowning me out and making them lose sight. Tell my children what you saw. Tell them not to grow weary in well-doing, 
for at that, at the appointed time, here we go again with time, they will reap the harvest. Second Thessalonians 3, verse 13. Weary means to be negatively influenced with the outcome of experiencing inner weariness. Some of you have been battling so long, you have grown weary, exhausted, you're losing focus. But God says, it is not time to throw in the towel. You feel like the clock is moving slowly and that you're getting nowhere fast. But the very next tick of the clock could be the most, it could be the moment your door opens. You see, child, I am opening a door for you. No one can shut it if you wait upon me. I am preparing a way. I am preparing your land. While you are waiting, I am preparing you. You see, I can't raise you up to the next level until we prune some things of you. But no, this, my child, pruning produces harvest and crushing producing anointing. So wait well in the waiting room of pruning. Don't look with the natural eyes or you won't see. Watch and wait with your spirit. Have the spiritual eyes to see and the spiritual ears to hear. For you are being pruned, pressed and crushed for a season so I can take you forth into a harvest and make you of great effect for my kingdom. Your purpose is important. So endure the pruning and don't grow weary. Amen and amen and amen. Father, we just thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the process of pruning. Thank you, Lord, that you never forget us, that you're always faithful. Mighty and powerful God, move us to a new level, a new level, like you said for this year, is changes, changes, changes. Prepare us for the changes. Give us a heart that can wait. This is not a coincidence that you told me to talk about timing and that you send the woman of God to send this prophetic word about timing today. You amazes me every time, Lord, every Friday, every Monday, every Tuesday, every day of the week, you have something new for us. It is true that you said that you will never leave us or forsake us. And we see it every single day. Tonight, we want to thank you for everything you do for us. Thank you for protecting our families. Thank you for protecting our jobs. Thank you for protecting ourselves. Thank you for protecting, protecting us when we go to work and come back. Thank you, Lord, for protecting us from fire and from harm. 
You're the only one that can protect us. You are our protection. So that's why tonight, Lord, with a joyful heart, we surrender to you, Lord. Please take our life as a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. So when we surrender to you, we know that there are going to be many sacrifices that we're going to have to do. Things we want to do, we're going to have to stop. Things we desire for years, we're going to have to stop. Just because our goal is one day see you face to face and that you will say to us, well done my faithful servant. That's our only desire. We honor you tonight. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here, for teaching us, for opening our eyes, our ears to what's going on. Lord, don't give them peace until they are right with you. Don't. We need to be right with you. That has to be our priority. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your mercy and grace. We thank you. We will never understand, but you are faithful today and forever. In Jesus' name, Father, I declare and decree that the power of God will be so strong in our lives and that the wisdom of God will be so strong, Lord, that we will always make the right decision according to your plan and purpose for us. Lord, bless our families, jobs, our coming in and our going out. In Jesus' mighty name, they are blessed. I give them into your hands for you to do your work in them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. And until next Friday, I pray that this will be a week of revelation for all of you, that you will think about everything God has said and that you will be ready to yield and surrender your life to him. Be blessed. I will survive and reign with Christ for eternity. I conquered fear and oppression. Survived depression and many hardships. The angel of the Lord pursue and persecute all the enemies of my soul. I bind all principalities and powers operating over within my life in the name of Jesus I bind all wickedness 
in high places. May the Word of God remain forever and ever and ever. May His light shine upon the darkest places. For He has conquered death. Amen. O Lord, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, manifest yourself in your power. Let every power challenging the power of God in my life be disgraced. Yes, let every satanic plan that concerns my life be rendered a failure. You are in my right hand, I shall not be moved. You are my fortress and refuge. In spite of danger or hardship, we're more than conquerors Through Him who loved us Amen Oh Lord, God of Abraham God of Isaac God of Jacob Manifest Yourself In Your power Let every power challenging the power of God in my life be disgraced. disgraced. Yes. Let every satanic plan that concerns my life be rendered a failure. For I will survive and I will reign with Christ for all of eternity. Yes, I will survive and I will reign with Christ through all of eternity. eternity.